Welcome to the Lessons from Lab and Life podcast. I'm your host, Lydia Morrison, and I hope that our podcast offers you some new perspective. Today, I'm joined by scientists Katie Martin and Dennis Adebay, who are members of the Genes in Space program. This program offers high school students the opportunity to design molecular biology experiments and to actually send those experiments to the International Space Station to be carried out. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for being here today. Hey, thanks for having us. It's our pleasure. Katie is the Genes in Space program lead. I was wondering, Katie, if you could tell me what the mission of the Genes in Space program is. Yeah, sure thing. So our mission, in short, is to get students excited about science and engineering. Um, We do that by providing um, them with an opportunity to access one of the most amazing science platforms available, the International Space Station. Um, So by flying one student's experiment up to the International Space Station each year, we kind of hope that that can... um, inspire other students to get involved and see that like the barrier isn't maybe as high as they thought it was they can get involved in research too what an amazing opportunity for students how do you uh how do you promote participation in the program I think in general, teachers are the best folks we can enlist to encourage participation among students. Certainly, we have a lot of students who find us on their own, but I think it's best when students learn about the contest from their teachers. Um, We have a lot of teachers who have adopted the contest into their curriculum. It's a great way to teach experimental design, teach students how to step through the scientific process. Um, It can also provide a great platform to introduce your students to biotechnology. Um, The idea of the contest is that students propose genetics experiments to do on the ISS using biotechnology that's available up on the station. Um, We have a loan program called the Lab in a Box program, um, where we actually loan biotechnology kits out to teachers so that they can train their students in how to use that same technology that's up on the station um, in their own classrooms. I think... um, when students get a chance to do that, they see kind of the barrier maybe isn't as high as they thought it was both to use biotechnology and also to enter the competition and, and propose an experiment to do in space. And can you tell us about the role that mentors play in the Genes in Space program? Yeah, mentors are a critical, super crucial part of our program. So um, how the contest generally works is students submit um, their ideas, and we receive hundreds and hundreds of ideas. Um, Our scientists uh, with Genes in Space, they sort through that big pile of ideas and pull out the top five that we think are like the most launch-worthy ideas that are basically ready to go to the ISS. For those top five finalists, each one is assigned a mentor. Um, Our Genes in Space mentors are grad students and postdocs who work in our local area of Cambridge, Massachusetts. Um, And they work with the students intensely over the course of a couple months to help the students refine those initial ideas and make them more scientific, incorporating the proper controls and things like that. Um, They also help the students prepare an oral presentation that the students will present to our panel of judges who are going to choose just one winner from the five finalists. Um, I think our students are all entering the competition because they want a chance to launch their experiment to space, obviously. But to me, like the real prize of this is that mentoring relationship that they get to form in the prize as they work on their scientific idea. I mean, that's your early relationships with mentors are really critical in any scientist's life. Um, And so I think getting to lay that foundation with like the amazing mentors that we have is I couldn't ask for a better way to start my scientific career, you know, if I were one of these students. Absolutely. And we're lucky to have one of the Genes in Space mentors here with us today. Thanks so much for being here, Dennis. Thank you for having us. Dennis, I was wondering if you could tell me, you've been a mentor with the Genes in Space program for a long time. How long have you been working with the program? 
Yeah, so I've been working with the Genes in Space program for the last five years. I started in, in the second year of my PhD, and I just completed PhD in June. So, Congratulations. Uh, yeah, I became a postdoc still with them so for the last five years. Awesome. Um, and what do you love about it? How much time do we have? <laughs> Simply everything. I love everything about Genes in Space. The community, the, the, the kids we're working with, the high school students, and the experiments that we get to do together, sending the experiment to the space station, enabling high school students to do science in this way, in this meaningful way. It's really uh, pushing forward space research and, and molecular biology capacity for, uh, for, for us to do molecular biology on the space station and involving high school students while doing this. It's amazing. Yeah, it's certainly an inspirational way to promote science to kids, um, but there must be some things that are hard about it. So what's the toughest part about being a mentor? I think... Um, for me, the whole experience is just beautiful. I wouldn't classify as any component as a top component. But there are some minor challenges regarding uh, students are, that apply to this program are from all over the United States. And uh, there are different time zones. They sometimes travel. So after they get selected, these finalists, um, we start working with them through Skype calls. And um, for example, this year, one of my students was in India, and then the other was in, was in China, and I was in Boston. And we were scheduling Skype calls so using heat maps for availability. And so for us, for some of us, it's in early in the morning, late at night. And uh, so that was a challenge. But uh, other than that, I can't, I can't pick any component, basically, to, as, as, and classify it as a tough component. Who do you think benefits the most from the Genes in Space program? Do you feel like it's the mentors or do you feel like it's the students? I think it's an enriching experience for both sides. Uh, mentors definitely benefit by interacting with the students, uh, thinking about these ideas they normally wouldn't maybe think about. And students, uh, they basically learn how to design experiments, a real-life experiment, how to work with constraints uh, for molecular biology experiment, uh, how to think and rightly and ask questions properly, basically phrase the correct question. and. Uh, and this whole process basically brings both sides together, and it's, it's a strong bond in the end that, that, is, that is formed between the two sides. So I think it's, it's a mutualist uh, relationship between the two sides. That's great. What do you feel like the impact of um, being a mentor in the Genes in Space program, what do you feel like that impact was on your PhD progress? I think it makes the path you walk on more unique. Uh, PhD is, is a really interesting, amazing experience. But when you have this outside component that is basically also science-related and, and education-related, and then there is this wonderful community that comes with it, and then you're basically thinking about problems and that involves space and space research, which is the coolest thing. And uh, so overall, I think it makes it a more unique journey. Uh, for me, it was like that, at least. Yeah, it's, I can imagine it's almost like a, a silver lining because I know sort of like slogging through your PhD can be tough sometimes, mm -hmm. right? And there can be a lot of disappointments. So it must be sort of wonderful to have uh, a scientific outlet that's really inspirational and that there's just tons of um, uh, enthusiasm behind. Definitely. So the moment you get to see this rocket climbing to, to carry your experiments, your students' experiments yeah. uh, with the student, with the students together it's a special moment definitely yeah. and did you uh, cry i i there were tears in my eyes <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's amazing what also humanity can achieve like this piece of metal climbing up in the sky carrying our experiments it's just just beautiful yeah amazing feats of engineering and science 
Um, do you feel like being a mentor made achieving your PhD easier or harder? It made the journey more interesting. So I think uh, it is also uh, an intellectual like diversity, which is basically the ideas that you to interact with. Uh, it is good for a PhD student to, to interact with uh, like a broad width um, of ideas and uh, have a community to basically go back to and share the journey with. I just want to say a very sincere thank you to both of you for your efforts in mentoring high school students through this program. I think it's really amazing to see a program that empowers um, kids, really, to be able to bring their amazing ideas, because kids really do have the best outside-the-box, like, no-limitations ideas, and help them think critically through them, think about asking the right questions, um, and amazing to see those ideas um, sent to outer space, so... Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for this episode. Be sure to check out the transcript for helpful links to further resources. And to learn more about the Genes in Space program, visit genesinspace.org. The 2020 contest is currently underway and will be accepting applications through April 17th. Tune in next time when we'll be sharing the panel discussion from a recent event that we held at the University of California, San Francisco. This event focused on zeroing out lab waste in 2020, and our panelists included laboratory sustainability experts, a scientist studying microplastics in waterways, a scientist looking at lab plastic recycling, and a representative from a lab plastic manufacturing company. Be sure to tune in and hear how you can work towards zeroing out lab waste in your workspace.